Hello, it's Friday, March 26th. I'm Daniel Williams, and this is the MGMA Week in Review, where each week we bring you some of the most important, interesting, and inspiring stories happening in healthcare leadership and medical practices today. This week, we begin with an article from RevCycleIntelligence.com. The American Medical Association has urged Congress to prevent pending Medicare spending cuts triggered by the latest COVID-19 relief plan. In a March 16th letter to House Speaker Nancy Pelosi and Republican leader Kevin McCarthy, the healthcare industry group encouraged Congress to pass legislation like H.R. 1868 that would extend the current moratorium on the 2% Medicare sequester cuts beyond the March 31st, 2021 deadline. AMA also supported the bill's efforts to avoid up to 4% across the board Medicare spending cuts under the American Rescue Plan Act of 2021. The cuts were included as statutory pay-go provisions which prevent new legislation from increasing the federal budget deficit. The Medicare spending cuts, which could total more than $36 billion, would threaten the financial viability of physician practices amid the ongoing COVID-19 pandemic, according to the AMA. As reported last week, MGMA and other industry groups, including the Federation of American Hospitals, are also throwing their weight behind similar bipartisan legislation that's been recently introduced. Senators Janine Shaheen, Democrat, New Hampshire, and Susan Collins, Republican from Maine, unveiled the Medicare Sequester Relief Act on March 15, 2021. The bill would extend the Medicare Sequester Moratorium through the end of the COVID-19 emergency period. To keep up with the latest healthcare legislation, visit mgma.com advocacy. Our next story addresses trust with vaccines. According to a CNBC article, AstraZeneca's data hiccup is just the latest example in a series of blunders by the company that could affect people's willingness to take the vaccine. While Americans may not trust the vaccine, the debacle is unlikely to impact the FDA's review of the shot once the company submits it for emergency use authorization. So what happened? On Monday, AstraZeneca announced the long-awaited results of its phase three clinical trial of the COVID-19 vaccine. The company said it was 79% effective in preventing symptomatic illness and 100% effective against severe disease in hospitalization. However, the National Institute of Allergy and Infectious Diseases threw the accuracy of those results into question early Tuesday when it said it was informed by the data and safety monitoring board overseeing the trial that the UK-based company may have included information in its U.S. vaccine trial results that provided an incomplete view of the data. But according to health officials, the drug maker will have a role 
in the world reaching herd immunity. Dr. William Schaffner, an epidemiologist who previously sat on two data safety monitoring boards, said the FDA's eventual authorization will be pivotal, not only for the US, but for other countries, since AstraZeneca's vaccine is cheaper and easier to distribute than its competitors. Go to mgma.com slash let docs give shots to learn more about vaccines and why physician practices are uniquely situated to identify, reach out to, and vaccinate patients in their communities. I'll leave you this week with an article on the value of board certification. As Andrew Haiti, Assistant Director, Association Content at MGMA writes, the truth is that very few healthcare leaders have expertise that encompasses the breadth of a medical practice. At a certain point in their careers, leaders can run into the challenge of not knowing what they don't know, and knowledge is critical to becoming a top-performing, efficient, and compliant organization. This is where a comprehensive body of knowledge comes in, which is a crucial aspect of why an administrator should pursue board certification. Having worked in healthcare administration and leadership for most of my career, I had the opportunity to achieve the Certified Medical Practice Executive Credential firsthand, writes Haiti. I pursued this primarily due to my ongoing goals, to always strive to learn new things and to better myself, as well as my desire to evaluate and create an additional level of legitimacy to my expertise. After passing the board certification tests, I quickly realized that the process helped me close any gaps in my knowledge and that it would help new and seasoned leaders thrive in their current and any future healthcare setting. Healthcare demands continuous improvement, lifelong learning, and the ability to adapt to constant change, which is just as true for physicians and other clinicians as it is for administrative leadership. Now is a great time for all healthcare executives to demonstrate and prove their expertise by becoming board certified. Keep up with the latest industry news by subscribing to the MGMA Insights newsletter at mgma.com slash insights newsletter. And if you wanna become part of the healthcare discussion, you can join the MGMA stat panel by texting STAT to 33550. If you have a healthcare story you want to share with us, email us at podcast at mgma.com. This has been the MGMA Week in Review. I'm Daniel Williams. Thanks and have a great weekend. <music>